It's about soul growth, uh, continuously having your soul grow and not become stagnant, not settling in your physical existence. Life lessons are absolutely about love. So many times we settle or we fall into the rut of what somebody else wants us to do or we let fear dictate our life. And I think it's so much more than that. Your life purpose is looking at what brings you the most joy? Once we lose the physical body, the soul just elevates, right? The spirit world is a higher vibration. A lot of times we say on the other side of the veil, but really it's just the other side of the vibrational state that, that we, our soul resides. Welcome back everyone to Diary of an Empath. My next guest is Colby Rebel. She is an award-winning international celebrity psychic medium, best-selling author, and host of the acclaimed Colby Rebel Show podcast, renowned for her ability to help clients navigate transition, find clarity, and she has become one of the most sought-after psychic mediums of our time. You guys know I love anything spiritual, so I'm so excited for this. She's been featured on Travel Channel's True Terror, MTV's Teen Moms, and is a three-time best-selling author. Colby, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and to chat with you today. I'm so excited. I have a question. Have you ever heard of Scotty the Medium by chance? No. Uh-uh. Oh, I got to connect you guys. So he's a friend of mine. I served in the Marine Corps with him and he's like this big medium on TikTok. I don't know why I feel like I need to connect you guys, but after the show, I'm going to give you the information because I just feel like you guys would connect. Um, okay. I'm so curious to learn more about you. So um, I know you said you're based in LA, but I would love to hear a little bit about your background and when did you know or feel like you were different or did you feel different than than the rest of the people around you? So I grew up in New Jersey, South Jersey, and uh, everything was pretty normal. Um, did I feel like I was different? I mean, I would say yes, but not that I would understand why. I don't think I would have known why I was different or what was different about me. Um, just that, you know, I think... I think a lot of people who have these gifts or who are sensitive, you always feel a little different than everybody, a little left out, maybe a little isolated. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's very common across anyone who's an empath, sensitive, anything like that. Uh, but it wasn't until I was a little older, but feeling like I was different. I mean, definitely there was, you know, because again, being an empath, a sensitive psychic medium, you spend a lot of time alone, right? There's that isolation. I think it's very normal for us to to prefer that because we're we're talking to our spirit friends. So um we we already feel like we have company. It wasn't until I was older that I realized like, oh, there there really is something very, very different here. And I think that came through multiple people, multiple experiences, and then once it all came together, it was really like this aha moment and in a moment of like where you found yourself like, oh, this is who I am. And I think it's a very beautiful and liberating feeling because then you can begin to embrace who you are. Mm -hmm. So what was like, like, let's take me back to that first moment. Was there an incident or a moment that you're like, okay, 
what's going on here? I'm seeing things or I'm noticing that there's like other people here. When was that moment that you realized like this is actually other people coming through and this is not my my spiritual team or this is for other people? Well, I mean, my first experience was at four and that was my grandfather who came in. So, but again, it was very normal. Um, I think for other people, just throughout my life, to be honest, I don't know if there's one particular experience that it was like, oh, that's your loved one. I mean, it was always natural. I mean, I always knew if it was someone else's loved one. I just thought everybody was going around doing it. So I didn't think it was anything special. I thought we could all do that. Um, and in some level we can, right? On some level, I, I believe we can. But it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, okay, I can do this with intention. I can do this with vibration. And it's actually very easy for me. And then that was really the difference. And that came, I think it was about 13 years ago, because I've been doing this professionally 13 years. So right around then, it was like, okay, you're meant to do this with your life. Um, so I gave up being a tax accountant and, and pursued this as a uh, career. Yeah. Super different, (laughs) right? Super different. That's great. Yeah. So, you know, for me, like I was in the Marine Corps and I, I, anybody I tell that they're like, wait, you were in the military. I'm like, yes, I don't know why or how it happened. It needed to happen during that time. But what I do now has nothing to do with, I was an ammunition tech. Like I counted bullets all day long. <laughs> it was not my thing. So for you, like, you know, you've been in media, you, you do this for a living. How do you, or what, how, how do you shut it off? Or do you shut it off? Like right now you're talking to me, right? How do you shut off the noise? Are you able to, or does stuff just come through all the time for you? Well, for me, I don't necessarily shut it off. I just change the station. So I turn the dial so that it may be static. I'm just on a static station, but I never bring my vibration fully down that I'm closed off. It's just that I'm not intentionally tuning in. And I think that that's the difference. So could you still receive information? Yeah, but you you would want to do that, right? Because you want those spidey senses around you, you know, just for your day-to-day living. So I don't really turn it completely off, but I'm not always tuning into people or reading or connecting specifically to, to spirit itself. Okay. So not to put you on the spot, we could totally edit this out. Do you, are you open to doing a mini like mediumship? Are you comfortable with that? And if not, we don't have to do it. No, absolutely. Yes. Let's do it. I'm like, I'm like nervous and excited. Let's do a mini one. Well, let's do a mini one. But the, for me, okay. there's, uh, I felt, it, it, so what happens for me, just to give you a little bit of my process, Chris, I, I just kind of say, well, who wants to say hello? That's just normally how I do it. Who wants to say hello? And uh, a woman popped in first, definitely made me give me a feeling of like a grandmother for you. So I believe this is a grandmother on the other side. Um, but mm-hmm. also a male friend popped in. So I, I feel hmm. like, You may have a male on the other side, uh, not as old when he passes and a little bit more of a sudden passing that may be uh, someone you went to school with or someone from the military, like a a familiar Mm -hmm. uh, sense. So would we understand a grandmother on the other side for you? Yes. Okay. And then do you understand a male acquaintance friend on the other side for you as well? 
so possibly yes, because this has happened before in previous readings. And I have a feeling I know who it is. I just don't know why. Oh, why like, he wants why to come there. in? Like, why does right. he keep coming in? Like, okay, well, what's yes. his point? <laughs> <laughs> I The yes. impression, um, let me work with him just for a hot second, and then we'll, we'll move to okay. Grandma, okay? Okay. Him, I, the impressions I get is that I, I don't really feel that maybe you were super close to him. I, I don't know. It just doesn't give me that feeling, but it gives me a feeling he would watch you from afar he he would be interested from you like he was almost a little i think too shy to really build something with you or to sh to really have deeper talks with you but i feel like he always admired you so i feel like because you really speak for a living and you open up things for a living and you really kind of enlighten people for a living i feel like he is very um enamored by that and I feel like he likes to come in to just kind of say I I don't know it's almost like you empower him that he could have used his voice more he could have spoken up more from from the other side so that's kind of the feeling I get around him it's like some things I feel like were unsaid uh, he was just too shy and so now I feel like he wants to make up for it like okay look at me now mm -hmm. <laughs> look at Interesting. me now um so that's really the feeling. Um, I also feel like with your, your grandmother, um, this is a woman, the feeling I get around this grandmother, the first word that comes in is a little stoic. So either she was a little reserved, a little stoic, um, that, that sort of thing. She doesn't make me feel like she is very emotional. She makes me feel like she's more like, has her emotions under control. Um, and she really gives me the feeling of very organized. I think she had a very, very organized home. Things were organized in her life, very systematic with things. Um, very, very strong core values, very strong family values around it. Um, and I, I feel like for her, she gives me this feeling of, you know, very much loving her family. I think her family was really important, but the image of her family was very important. So the idea of what her family was bringing in was really important. So I know for her, I feel like um, it's an interesting take because I feel like she gives me the sense of... Um, being very proud of you, obviously, but just being more like she likes how you bring love to your life. Like, I, I feel like you work with a lot of love and I feel like she really admires that about you. The fact that you allow yourself to be vulnerable and to be loving. And, and I feel like that makes her very, very proud. Um, there's something along those lines. And she really, I, I actually, I really feel like she might, may have, did your grandmother speak another language? Can I ask, mm -hmm. Carice? Um, because yes. I really get the sense that she could speak and write um, and communicate in in another language. Yes. Um, okay. Both, and, both of my grandmothers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This this grandmother really gives me the sense where I feel like for her. Um, 
I wonder if like she didn't, did one of your grandmothers not come to the U S or didn't come to the U S till later? Would that separate yes. the grandmothers? Cause yes. this is the one I have. The one I have is the one who didn't come, uh, as early or didn't, didn't get a chance to, yes. to be here. Okay. Um, yes. but she loves it. I feel like she loves your life and she loves, mm -hmm. Uh, what you're doing with it. But she also gives me the sense that this is just the beginning for you. Like it really is mm -hmm. like, Oh, this is interesting. It's, uh, it's funny. I know you mentioned, this is actually funny because you mentioned, uh, being from Florida, but mm -hmm. it's like a peninsula where you're just on the edge. Like this is it. And there's so much more what, where you're going to be doing with it. Um, and I feel okay. like it's about taking it, even taking it around the world, taking it to different cultures. Like I feel mm -hmm. like she's very excited about this part of, of your journey for sure. Interesting. Yeah. So my, my, my mother's mother is from Brazil. Um, okay. she, she did come to the U S but later, much later in life. Um, yeah. and she married and then came here. My other grandmother from the U S but spoke French cause her parents were from France. So, um, I'm pretty sure it's my mom's mom coming through. She, she often does in reading. So it's very interesting and very oh, stoic. Funny. Yeah. She's very <laughs> stoic, very much about how, you know, she was a great cook, how she liked her home and family and things like that. So yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, there's a real quick, there is a male, yeah. another male on the other side that gives me okay. the feeling of like a father figure for you. Okay, um, yep. So would you understand that a male who's like yes. a mentor or father figure for you um, and really gives me the sense of um, ironically, he, he likes this military background. So I feel like he likes the idea that mm -hmm. you were in the military. So this might've been something of following in his footsteps or, or he yeah. may be connected to the military as well. Yes. Um, he gives me the sense of that. He gives me the sense too, where, um, Oh, it's so interesting. He showed me like initials, initials or a name. So okay. uh, I'm trying to figure out if you either have a part of his name or you have a tattoo with his initials or there's something around, uh, initials, uh, initials or a name. So do you happen to have a nameplate of his or a connecting name that you can understand? My, my middle name is his mother's name. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Got that, it. Okay. Uh, that, that's the only thing I can think of now, but he, yeah. So my middle name is his mom's name on his side. But I don't know. I have to look around, too, to see if there's anything that I have with, like, connected with his initials. But I, I'm pretty sure it's my middle name. Yeah, it feels like it, 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 it's a connecting name. Um, it'd be interesting to see your, your initials. And it's almost like we have the same initials or there's something around that, too. Oh, Maybe it could Go be ahead. my dad. So my initials are KK and my dad's initials are KK and we made okay. it the same on purpose. Yeah. That's what it is. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But <laughs> I feel like, I feel like this person on the other side, um, gives me the sense of being a part of this as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So it, it is. Uh, okay. So that's, that's what it is. But I also know that he, he really gives me, would this be a grandfather for you, Clarice? Yes, it's okay. my grandpa. Um, yeah. Because he gives me the feeling again of like you being his little girl, <laughs> yeah. you yeah. know, this is, she's my little girl. Um, mm -hmm. And I also, 
really gets a feeling of him being very proud of his country, very proud of his country. But it's, it's interesting because she shows me two countries. So I believe mm. as well that he would have been a part of two countries or would have fought on behalf of another country. There's just something interesting where mm -hmm. he gives me duality. Um, but just know that he is okay on the other side. The other thing too, oh, he just you. showed me um, playing cards. So I don't know oh. if he used to uh, play cards mm -hmm. or uh, do a little mm -hmm. gambling on the side. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly he, sure, but he did. He used to play cards and he used to read newspapers. My, my grandpa was, um, he was in the, the military and he's German. So, okay. yeah. Make, oh, make that's it. That's the, okay. There we go. There we go. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, just know <laughs> that they're all sense. together. That's and awesome. Yeah. My, my grandpa. So, and then for context, um, my grandfather actually raised me. So oh, my dad that's was, what it is. Dad was not in the picture. So his son was not even around, but my mom and my dad's dad bought a house together and my grandpa was always he was the one that was, was there. Yeah. So, yeah. but he, he passed away when I was about 17. So he didn't see me in the military. So, so this was after he passed. Well, what's really interesting. Well, now you know that he obviously did see you in the military, but mm -hmm. I think what's very interesting is what I love to tell people is when spirit comes in, they may not always at first give you the exact like bloodline relationship they give you the relationship of how they felt about the person. So, mm. you know, he felt like your father. So that's why I said a father figure. He gives me the sense of this. Right. And then as I ask him who he is, then he says grandfather. But it's an interesting dynamic that a lot of times if they were directly a part of raising you or how they felt about you is really, mm. I believe, is how they come in initially with that relationship that they give. Oh, that's so fascinating. So based off of the work that you've done, what is your interpretation of what happens when we pass? You know, this is such an interesting question because I believe that when we pass, when we go to, to quote unquote, die, transition, really, Mm -hmm. The soul leaves the physical body just prior to death, just prior to the physical death. So when I use the word death, dying, it's it's the death of the physical body, not the death of the soul, right? The, the soul is forever living. It, it It's transitioning. Um, so the soul leaves the body, the physical body leaves. So I really look at it as, um, you know, we, we have, you know, when you think of a rocket, right, the rocket has the base that kind of keeps it in the atmosphere. And once the rocket takes off, it loses the base so that it can mm -hmm. go up. It can continue. Okay. So our, our body, our physical body is what keeps us on the earth plane, keeps us in. So once we lose the physical body, the soul just elevates, right? So the soul is free and it elevates and it's around us all the time. So when we even talk about the loved ones, you know, they're, they're really around us. I believe the idea of us saying heaven or they're in heaven because the spirit world is a higher vibration, right? As a mm -hmm. medium, you raise your vibration, they mm -hmm. lower their vibration. So the spirit world is a vibrational state. 
a lot of times we say on the other side of the veil, but really it, it's just the other side of the vibrational state that this, mm-hmm. that we our soul resides. Um, and even when I'm connecting to spirit, they may show me their body. They may show me what they look like. Um, they certainly love to show you, I think their ideal state, maybe how they like to be remembered or what they perceive themselves to look like. So, you know, even if we have someone who's older, they may not necessarily show you themselves older. They may show you uh, younger because that's their ideal state of how they see Mm -hmm. themselves um, or how they identify. But our soul continues to live on. And then we have soul school, spirit school, right? You, you, we have lessons in the physical, you know, that you've been through many Mm -hmm. and there's probably many more to go Mm -hmm. through. Once we pass, we have soul school. So our soul also needs to develop, have lessons, have experiences. Then once it's ready, once it's kind of captured those lessons, those experiences, it can come back into the physical realm. So in a form of reincarnation, I just believe, though, it's not as quickly as some people think. Some people will say, you know, my grandfather is now my son, right? Uh, mm-hmm. My dog died and now I got a puppy and it's the same soul. And I, mm-hmm. I really don't believe that because the soul also has time. The soul also needs time. And so I believe that the soul wants to be around us. You know, your mm-hmm. grandfather wants to talk to you. Your grandmother wants to talk to you. So... And I don't believe the soul divides and conquers, right? Mm-hmm. Not part of it reincarnates uh, as somebody else and then stays as a, a relative. So I think it's like once that family kind of karmic connection really fulfills itself, then that spirit can come back in. Okay. I'm going to ask you a really um, spicy, weird question, but I'm just curious because I know there's people like me that that wonder this. So we hear these terms, star seeds, and being able to have like different lives on different planets. I yeah. I believe that we have many, many different life forms out there. There's just no way statistically based on the numbers of how many galaxies and how many planets are in those galaxies. Like there's got to be more. Do you feel like And you may not know, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but do you believe that we can have other lives on different planets as different beings? You know, uh, that it's funny because I I always go, well, that's a little woo woo for me, but um, (laughs) I tend to be so practical and I certainly, you know, I'm just not an authority to say that's not possible. Mm -hmm. Um, There are people who really, really study it and there's people who definitely have those experiences or feel like they do. So I certainly don't want to discount it. I'm just, it's just not my realm of expertise. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, same. I mean, I I really do think that we can and that it's possible. I am one of those people who's just, I'm so open-minded. I wonder if you're an earth sign for your your astrology. I'm a fire. You're a fire. Okay, that makes sense too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I have double earth, but I also have Libra, which makes total sense for me. That Libra energy, I'm so curious about the world. But I, you know, I believe in aliens for sure. I do. But I, I wonder, you know, when I, I do believe in past lives and I believe in karma. And, you know, when I think about past lives, I always think about lessons and, and what lessons can we learn. And one thing that I hear from people, especially my clients all the time is, well, how do I learn those lessons? 
how do I find my purpose? And for me, I've always pondered with those questions on what lessons do we need to learn and how do we find our purpose in this lifetime? What is your answer to that? Uh, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it can be challenging, right? We all Mm -hmm. have challenges. We all have different experiences, but I feel like, so there's almost two questions, like how do you get through your lessons or how do you know what your lessons are and how do you know what your basically soul purpose is, right? Or, mm-hmm. or life purpose. So let me do the life purpose first because that one in a way is just easier to answer. Your life purpose is looking at really what brings you the most joy And it's not necessarily people say, well, what would you do for free? But what do you do naturally? What comes so naturally to you that Mm -hmm. you are doing it without thinking? You are getting lost in it because you're passionate about it, because you enjoy it. That is the spark to follow for your life purpose. There's something about it of like, hey, that's the reason the way we figured this out for me is I could feel. So I was going through this big awakening of like, Hey, wait a second, you are off track. Like you are not supposed to be a tax accountant. Like you need to stop. You need to figure this out. And I'm thinking, well, I am helping people. What else am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. And it was like, well, what is it I do easily? What is it I do naturally? What comes to me? And it was just, I would ask friends, I would ask people and I constantly had answers for them. I constantly was giving them direction. I constantly Mm -hmm. could see behind the curtain for them. I knew the presence of spirit around them all the time. So it was like someone said, well, yeah, that's a psychic medium. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what that (laughs) is. Like Mm -hmm. it literally was that kind of aha. Oh, and then once once that aha moment was there, then it was like, it was there all along. We just didn't really pay attention or notice right? because we go about our life. Um, so for finding your purpose, I think that's a great way to start. What is so natural to you? Um, and that's a really good way to kind of find that. As far as life lessons, you know, the thing is, is it's about soul growth, uh, continuously having your soul grow and not become stagnant, not settling in your physical existence, right? So can you love more? Is that loving others, loving yourself? How can we help? I really, really believe for all of us, like life lessons are absolutely about love, loving others, self-love, selfless love, forgiveness, Mm -hmm. Um, embracing our path, but also living to your potential. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so many times we settle or we fall into the rut of what somebody else wants us to do, or we let fear dictate our life. And I think it's so much more than that. Um, and it really is tough because if you're not careful, the physical experience, uh, it can be a trap. It really can be a trap. Like, you know, there's a certain idea of kind of working for the man, you know, this nine to five, this, you know, kind of keeping up with the Joneses, all of this, like none of that is going to be fulfilling. And yet we all fall for it, right? At some point or another. So how do you not fall for it? How do you live your life authentically, organically? 
Um, and I, I really believe that is a big part of our purpose for, for many, many of us. Oh yeah. You, you definitely got that fire energy and I am so <laughs> with you. Like, it, you know, similar to you, my, my upbringing and the direction I was going in with my career has nothing to do with what I am doing now. And it was kind of like this awakening of, you know, where do I find the most fulfillment? And I'll tell you one thing for me, fulfillment was autonomy over my time mm -hmm. and being able to feel like I provided for people that I did yeah. something to help. That's where I feel the most content and to be able to um, help. I didn't want to be the person on the other side getting interviewed. I like being the person asking the questions before I used to be like, Oh, ask me about me, ask me about me. And then I realized like, that's the ego. I actually find more fulfillment when I'm over here doing exactly what I'm doing, learning from you and being able to teach others. And so that's where I think a lot of my lessons were, was trying to get out of that ego. Um, my one question that comes to mind when it comes to life lessons is for those that go through life, maybe they didn't make good choices. Um, yeah. They hurt a lot of people. They did some really heinous things in their life. When they go to the other side, do they realize what they do? Can they find that opportunity to grow and to um, learn from that, to be apologetic? Have you ever had anyone come through to say, I fucked up and I need to say I'm sorry? Did you guys know that I'm not only a therapist, but I'm also a coach and a professional tarot reader? Now, it's not exactly me hovering over a crystal ball telling your future. It's a way to connect with your guides on life issues such as career and love and spirituality. And sometimes people need one-on-one -on -one coaching to help them through breakups, toxic relationships, healing the mother wound, their spiritual path, or navigating tools as an empath. So I do all of these things to help my clients pursue life and decisions and understand themselves. So if you are interested in one-on-one -on -one coaching or a tarot reading, click the link below to get started. Okay, back to the podcast. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, several times. So when we pass, you know, we we reflect on our physical experience. We What did we do at the time? How did we treat others? Did we learn the lessons that we were given the physical experience to learn, right? So you have a lot of that. And through that reflection and through that, uh, the soul has an opportunity to grow. The soul has an opportunity to understand maybe what it did wrong in the physical experience and to make amends or at least try to mm -hmm. make amends, okay? Now, in order for the soul, the spirit to make amends, it needs permission from the physical person that they can come through. So if I have someone and they do not want to speak to their father under any circumstances, I can't just decide to bring through that father. He may want to make amends um, and he may have learned and he may have grown, but if that sitter, it says, absolutely not. Then I have to honor the sitter. Now there are some mm -hmm. people who say, well, I work for spirit, but you, you can't, you can't violate the mm -hmm. sitter or recipients that you can't violate that, that spirit may have already violated them. So to yes. me to just force the spirit or the message onto them is very unethical. Yes. But agreed. there are a lot of times. So, you know, there I, I once had a client who, um, but beautiful miracles can happen. So I once had a client where as an adult woman, she wanted an experience. Her father did come through and absolutely didn't want to hear from him. He, 
he sexually abused her for many years. And, mm. and so I said, just know that if you are ever ready, he is ready and, and would love the opportunity to, to talk with you. Mm-hmm. And I did, that was it. And it was about six months later and she came back and she said, you know, a little defensive. Mm-hmm. I want to know what he has to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so, you know, I started to share what it is he wanted to say. And I started, she was very spiritual anyway, and, and certainly gifted in her own right. So I started to just teach her, here's how you can connect to him directly. If you want to build that bridge. And, you know, I think it was like two years later, do you know, she came back and was able to have a healthy father daughter relationship with him on the other side and was able to Mm -hmm. have forgiveness and was able to feel his love because she accepted his apology. They worked on that forgiveness. Um, and then worked on a new relationship, even from the Mm -hmm. other side. How many people, I can't begin to tell you, say they have a better relationship with the loved one on the other Mm -hmm. side than they did in the physical. Um, You know, I also had a client uh, come to me, her brother, you know, and this was a very difficult reading, but her brother uh, took the lives of his two children and then took his own life. So when we talk about a heinous crime and we talk Mm -hmm. about, wow, how could we even remotely forgive? Um, But, you know, it's so interesting to hear when someone does that, what their mindset is like or what's going on or how Mm -hmm. maybe sometimes they feel it's the only option. And I'm certainly not justifying anything like that, but it just shows that the spirit will communicate. The spirit will try to explain. The spirit will try to apologize and to do better um, and, and, and to try to create an opportunity for forgiveness. That's like, you know, it's so hard. I think when you go through something so traumatic and to be able to find, not only have to deal with grief for somebody who potentially caused so much harm in your life, because you can grieve for people who hurt you, but to also be able to figure out how to forgive so I can move forward with my life. Um, it's, it's incredibly hard. It's not easy. Um, you know, and it, it makes me think about the signs that we may get from the other side. I, I think for me, I often, the way that I interpret my signs is I get a lot of numbers. Um, I often get this little red bird who just always comes and sits on my porch just when I just so happen to be sitting there. And I'm curious for you, do you often get validation from the readings that I am sending you signs? I'm sending my daughter signs. Tell her that this is me when she sees it. Oh, it's it's literally, it's even beyond that. Because that Mm -hmm. is literally one of my, my favorite pieces is, you know, when the spirit does that, when the spirit says, let her know that I'm sending her butterflies and, and the face lights up or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. But what's also, I believe beautiful that I've just, I'm just so grateful to have, I can't begin to tell you how many times I will deliver that to the client or to the recipient. 
I will walk out of my office or walk outside and there's a butterfly right there. It's almost as if that spirit says, thank you. And here's validation that you were connecting with me for my person. I want to thank you. And, and it's like these constantly, I can't begin to tell you how many times. And, and I just love it. And like you, and I think being an accountant, I get numbers all the time. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, I get them all the time and, and really love them. And, you know, so you might get the signs, the symbols, mm-hmm. uh, you get, you know, the numbers for a lot of people could be the songs, of course, the birds. Um, but it, it is interesting to just have this connection. Uh, you know, I have a huge connection to animals. I mean, unbelievable. Um, mm-hmm. I can't begin to to say how much I love them I, everywhere. <laughs> so yeah, being same. up in Big Bear, you know, it, it's really interesting. Um, but but when we really can connect, so I think, Chris, one of the most important aspects for any of us, for any of us who a have the best physical experience, but b to continuously grow spiritually, is to expand our awareness mm-hmm. and. The problem is so many people are trained and conditioned by society, by beliefs that they, they actually close down, right? Mm-hmm. They, they don't, right? Think about the person with their head in the phone or 100%. they don't have their eyes up to look at someone walking by and say hello or to engage. I mean, people mm-hmm. are just not even engaging. I mean, the thing that I find so horrific is let's say you're at a checkout lane and you're more busy on your phone on a conversation than you're mm-hmm. engaging with the cashier checking you out like what is wrong with people hundred percent. they've just forgotten how to to expand their awareness but when you can expand your awareness so what does that mean we all have an aura mm-hmm. and when you can expand your awareness that means heightening your senses so you're seeing you're hearing, you're feeling, you're knowing, tasting, and smelling, right? Your, your senses. When you heighten those, they become more clear. They become more sensitive. The more sensitive they are, the more colors we see, the more sounds we hear, the more feelings we get, the more thoughts we know to be true. And it really helps us to become more in tune with ourself, with our higher self, with spirit and with those around us. And that really is, is the key to making decisions, understanding mm-hmm. relationships. What's your next best move? When you dial in, you're not relying on somebody else to give you the answer. You are self-reliant on knowing that truth within you. That's so true. I think we're we're often addicted to our phones. So we're addicted yeah. to social media. And in in all fairness, you guys, it's it's designed to do mm-hmm. that. But I think that it's the more that you can log off, connect more with with nature, with your higher self, with with your mental health, with your physical health. I do think that it raises our vibration and it raises our awareness. Um, I'm curious for you. I've never personally had this happen, um, but I always ask any medium that I ever talk to, because I'm just always curious about your experiences. Have you ever sensed anything negative or evil, or do you feel like we all just have a baseline and, and opportunities to grow? Yeah, it's super interesting. Um, 
Do you mean negative energy around, like negative spirit around? Spirit. Yeah, spirit. Okay. So again, you know, there's a lot of people who have those experiences, right? There's a lot of people who uh, specialize in the paranormal. But Mm -hmm. I, I believe for me, A, from the time I was four, and maybe because it was my grandfather who first came, I always felt protected. I never, ever, ever once worried. I never felt anything negative, demonic, evil, just didn't. Um, So I've been very fortunate. I also believe that when you go into a space or a room and it does feel really dark or negative or evil or whatever the case may be, I feel like that is residual energy that we're picking up. Mm -hmm. So again, maybe there was somebody negative there and negative experience. Um, But I also firmly believe nothing can have power over you if you don't give it power or energy, period, end stop. You don't give it permission. It just cannot do it. And Mm -hmm. I think just remembering that really will kind of quote unquote keep you in the light. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm the same way. So like I do readings, I don't do mediumship. I do more tarot. And for me, when the, when mediumship has happened, it's, I have no control over it. I'm just not, it's not my strength, but I'm really good with the cards. I'm really good with my intuition and with connecting on a psychic level. I've never once had anything bad. I've never sensed anything bad. I've never felt unprotected, but I always get those questions from people who have never had a reading before. Like, Oh, is this evil? How do you know you're not connecting with anything bad? And I'm like, I can't explain it. I just know I have, I know I have my guides or whatever my spiritual team is. And I just know I'm protected. You know, how do you differentiate? Do you, do you know for you, do you have spirit guides? Like, do you feel like there is a difference between loved ones and guides that may be around us for a purpose? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I definitely feel that of course our loved ones are around us. And I also believe that they may guide us or uh, support us. I don't believe our loved ones on the other side make decisions for us. I really, really don't. You have to have your free will. You have to be able to make your own decisions. But I do feel like we have that support from our loved ones. Um, but I also believe that it, spirit guides, um, and people can really get down the rabbit hole with it. But if you really believe in the energy of the spirit realm and -hmm. the power of the spirit realm, that when you are needing help and you can call in a guide will be there. That spirit will, will be there. Um, because we're all connected. We are all connected. And so Mm -hmm. through that consciousness, through that spirit consciousness, a guide will step in and help you, especially if you're asking. And there is this thing, I, I, I find it, Interesting because I wasn't really doing it. I, I started listening to some things and um, they might, they're ironically, they were a little bit more Christian based. Um, mm-hmm. And and that just came through some motivation, positive coaching, like just, in, but the one thing they would say is just put it out to God or pray to God. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously that that's a, a religion and a thought, but I thought, well, okay, well, wait a minute. What if I just pray to the universe, pray Mm -hmm. to the, like, let's just put it out to the, like, let me release it. Let me surrender. And you will be so surprised 
how that works, the the energy of it works. And, Mm. and so it's not, it's remembering this isn't just your, your physical battle and journey and experience. Mm -hmm. Like ask your team, ask your team for help, ask the universe for help because they will step in to be there. And if Mm. they're not, if you feel like they're not, some people say, you know what, Colby, that's easy for you to say, but I've battled depression or I've had this, this, and this happen. I mean, there's some people that you feel so bad for, like one thing after the other. And you're like, oh my gosh, how strong are you to, to have withstood Mm -hmm. all of that? But the thing is, is we can't judge one's life lessons, right? We don't know why they have to have the lessons they need to have. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know why we don't know what it's about, but what we can do is support it and nurture and help. And hopefully that the person is resilient and strong enough to mm-hmm. understand it, to learn and to hopefully not repeat if we can help it. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's so true. I mean, I've, the stuff that I've been through like the first half of my life, um, I'm a totally different person today. I mean, I could have gone down a very, very, very different path and possibly not even be alive, to be honest with you. Um, and sometimes I wonder, am I doomed to never have a, a, a relationship, you know? And I'm I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask the universe tonight. Uh-oh. Sorry about that. I thought I was on Do Not Disturb. Okay. Hang on a second. I lost okay. you. There you go. I had on Do Not Disturb and it may have, it went through anyway. Um, but anyway, like I was saying, it, you know, sometimes I ask the universe, I'm like, I want, you know, I would love a relationship and, you know, where's my career going? And I find a lot of my energy gets stuck with that. Um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to try to to work on my manifestation and write it down and ask the universe tonight to bring me a healthy relationship because that is something that I really, really want. Yeah, I, I want to say, you know, just to kind of... um tag along on that for me i'll tell you i was in relationships yeah that were just not healthy were not good codependent all sorts of stuff as i really embarked on my spiritual journey i was like you know what i'm that's it like i'm not going to date or put myself with a partner at all until i feel good until I feel ready until I feel. And so I really invested all my time, all my energy into my spiritual development, spiritual growth. And, um, and literally for like seven years, just did not date anyone, which is just so crazy. I see and, a ring on that finger. So I, as yeah, I think yeah. I, so, I spied a ring. It's a yeah, nice one. one. <laughs> but what happened is, um, Right. I just one day I, I walk into a place and th- there was my person. I mean, it was just mm-hmm. like, there he was just right there. Um, and, and it's not a saying it's always easy because I think, mm-hmm. you know, when you have trauma and when you have experiences, there's going to be things you both need to work through, but there's a right. love and a commitment that that's what makes the relationship healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a perfect relationship. You know, the healthy part is how do we care for each other? How do we forgive? How do we understand? How do we grow? Um, mm-hmm. And how do we support one another? And you can absolutely have that. But I think it's more about really uh, uh, my advice. Anyhow, if you want mm-hmm. to, 
is I do. <laughs> I I was so I think clear on who I who I wanted, what I wanted mm-hmm. that person to to just be like in a way, you know, open to certain things, of course, but just kind of underneath who are they and what are they about? And, and I even in my mind had an idea of what he looked like too. just don't mm-hmm. we all. Um, and so literally when I saw him, my, my soul recognized him. My soul was like, Oh, wow. They, wow. You're right there. And so mm-hmm. just paying attention to that, I think is super fun. Oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to still be hopeful. I still have hope in the world, especially being in Florida. Um, If you had to look back at everything that you've experienced, everything that you've learned, what advice would you give to your younger self? Oh, I think to start earlier, I feel like (laughs) don't go down a road that you think you're supposed to go on, go on the road that, that where you can follow your heart, take chances, um, and love yourself, really have boundaries, you know, Mm. really have boundaries and love yourself enough so that, uh, you can feel confident, right. You can feel confident in your choices. And I think that that can really help us be empowered to know that, Nobody deserves something more than us. Nobody is better than us, that that we are all on a, a level playing field. It's just a matter of what you do with your time uh, mm-hmm. on the physical realm. I love that. Well, Kobe, thank you so much for your time, your energy, for what you do and your, your contribution to the world, because what you're doing is bringing so much healing to um, the people that you talk to, the people that listen to you. So thank you for what you do and even the stuff that you do behind the scenes and your energy. And I will link everything for everyone to find you. I know you have your own podcast, which is amazing. And we'll link that. And is there anything else that you're working on that um, you want people to know about? Uh, we've got a lot of things in the works. I've got a lot of classes coming up, starting to kind of get back out on the road uh, a little bit more. And I am working on a new book that I'm going to be very, very excited about uh, coming out hopefully later this year. Ooh, excited. Well, thank yeah. you so much. And it was so lovely to talk to you and connect with you. And thank you so much for my reading. I so appreciate it. And until next time, see you guys on the next episode of Diary of an Empath. Mm-hmm.